Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Avast. Avast there I see the Seraphim coming into view on the horizon and it's stormy seas for the crew. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bardic College Presents Secrets of the Seraphim. I'm Raz, and I've been told that I say the same thing too many times, so I'm not going to let you know that I am the keeper for tonight's adventure and that we're joined by the entire cast. We're just going to skip over that. Um, so when we last when we last saw our crew, they were stuck. Uh, they were on the island of Aragosa and had been sort of turned into twisted up in kind of messed about with a plan that might in fact help Annika Finley get her brother Bori uh, out of prison along with 14 other pirates who are facing the gallows in five days. Uh, the plan did require quite a bit of badness to occur, uh, which I know put Gregor right into his prayers. Gregor ran back to the ship and when it locked himself in his in his monk's cell and began reciting the Holy Rosaries or whatever they do over in uh, probably to the Druids, some Druidic magic thing, but he's uh, he was a little bit concerned. There's some concerns uh, also from Elisa Thomas and Jezebel Monero after they slapped a fat fence around and discovered that her sister-in-law from a marriage that not many people knew that she was part of um, the girl was young at the time, but they found her Bible and her rosaries on a, a tavern wench <laughs> wearing it as a necklace. Um, and they decided they found out that the ship that had belonged to her family's trading company, her merchant company, the Fortunata, had been attacked, sunk, presumably, and some people taken prisoner. And those people are now bound for the Crescent Empire, which would be Persia, uh, to become members of a seraglio. So things are not well. We've got a short period of time and two major events going off. And we're going to need to find out exactly how the Seraphim handles it. So let's start with um, Gregor. Gregor, you're you're, pray you're, doing, you're at your prayers, you said, right? You're doing your your rituals uh, to try to find inner peace? Uh, yes. And just as a clarification for the folks at home, it uh, you asked how the prayers go. I can't reveal all of it, but it does involve booze. Oh, okay. So there you go. So it's, a, it's to the Holy Spirits. Um, yes. <laughs> right. Understood. Right. <laughs> In the name of Father, Son, and the House of Gucci. I get it. The, um, right, I don't, Jezebel's doing something, and again, she's muted, but that's okay, because when she is, sometimes she says her best stuff. The, uh, so. It was, <laughs> on, a, it was a joke about the word booze. It sounded like boobs. Oh, oh I Father, apologize. I can do that again if I need no, to. There you no, let's it, leave folks, it in. Her best joke. <laughs> it, it really, it's, it's inconsequential at this point. Gotcha. Annika Finley. You were going to the Vestin Guild, I believe, to yes. potentially get some additional sailors and to find out if there was any other 
Vestons on the island, which there are, who might be able to assist you should the raid on the fort go off. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. So let's do that. All right. I arrive at the Veston Guild. That you do. And you duck as you go through the door. Oh, um, really? I'm that tall? <laughs> well, no, the door's just that short. The, um, I mean, for again, for a Veston, you're, you're a good size. Um, there's a woman behind it. She's got curly red hair. Um, also with a, it's very hard to understand how they're not, how the Vestons don't sweat in this tropical heat with a 84% humidity, but, uh, she's got this for collar on leathers all bound up. She's about five ten. She's, you know, she's the runt of the litter. But, uh, as you walk through the door, she's like, this be the hall of the Vestons. Oh, I'm sorry. So many walk through the door, not knowing what's going on here. How can I help you? My name is Anna Kjorda Dagfin's daughter. I'm here to speak to your guild leader. Oh, the guild leader be up. He was summoned a few moments ago to go up to the Bonaventure house to speak to the queen. Um, Hmm. Anna Kjorda, we've heard some rumors that you were in these waters. It's good to meet you. What can, is there anything I can do to help? So basically she's going to go like, hmm, do you know how to swing an axe? Yeah, pretty fair one too. The reason I've come here is to search for possible allies in the rescue of my brother. He is being held captive at the Snowflake. Oh, <laughs> Is he really now? <laughs> and what are you going to do at the Snowflake? Just try to sneak him out? Um, or no. will they be potential for loot? The, the pirate queen has agreed that she will help us bring us aid. And you can keep any loot that you find. I just need more people I can trust who I know. Well, right now, I, in the books, there's about 45 of us. I could get as many men and women as you need. How many do you think you want? If I summon them all, it'll take a few hours, but I could have them here. And you can count on me as well. Thank you. And what is your name? Kara. Kara. I'll remember that. You're going to have to. I'm going to be right up your ass when we climb that wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she held, Annika holds out her hand like, yeah, good joke. She she fist bumps you, mm. and uh, she goes in the back, and she comes out with this, you know, a standard helmet, not the one with the big horns because those weren't real, but yes. a, 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 you know, a helmet, and she's got two axes. She puts them in her, in her, you know, in her uh, tunic belt, and she says, "Give me a few hours to raise the alarms, and we'll f- get you as many men. Do you, do you think you can bring forty of them?" I believe the plan is to have a other, another pirate make a distraction while we handle any guards we find in the snowflake during the assault. Then we get Bori out. So if, you want, if we bring a smaller force, that might be better than an entire raiding party, but I don't know. I always prefer more axes than none. Well, that bastard over there has hung about... oh. I'd say more than 10 of us this year alone. That Winthrop day. He's got blood that he needs to pay back. 
I'm sure everyone will be interested to go. Then if they'd be willing, I would be happy to lead the charge into combat. All right. Go gather your peoples and come back to me in a few hours. I'll have everybody here. And believe me, sharpened axes and shields strengthened. May Odin bless us all. May Odin watch as we kill that fuck. Okay, so that situation unfolds. Ezra, um, you get to the door and they tell you that it's just going to be another moment. Um, Ezra, you see a ship uh, from the the steps of the Morgan Bonaventure's home. Uh, there's a, It's a slight rise up in the middle, you know, at the edge of town. And you see a ship coming in that you haven't laid eyes on in years, but has been a member of the Brotherhood a long time. And the ship is the Cameo. It's a real, it, it's, it, it's a sloop, beautiful, beautifully designed. Um, it's an old, I mean, the ship's been out there for, God, 30, 40 years, but, and it's just still in amazing shape. I mean, the ship, it does more smuggling than pirating, like, you know, not pillaging and raping. It's more of a grab goods and, and hide them away and sell them at the right time. So this is a clever, um, wily captain. But um, been a member of the Brotherhood a long time. And you remember the cap- captain's name is Becca O'Rourke. Okay. All right. And that ship's pulling in. So that's another ship that could p- potentially be involved should you need someone. If Becca can be lured into this agreement, maybe that's something you can use. Um, Elisa and Jezebel, when you heard the information, what was your thought process on getting – were you going to try to run to Ezra were you going to assume that you didn't have time to catch him? Because, again, about 10 minutes have gone by, and it wasn't that far of a walk over to Bonaventure's home. So is this a dash through the crowds madly trying to get to him, or are you just going to gather the crew on the Seraphim, tell everybody to get back on board and discuss what you found out? Um, I Isabel looks to Elisa and goes... I'm fast, but I don't think I'm fast enough to catch him. Should I start running? Like, we, because we have to tell him. We, we I don't, I don't say anything to Isabel. I just make sure that I have all of my stuff and I start running out of the building. I'm going to start making my way towards Morgan Bonneville. Trying to get to Ezra? Yeah, it's, I'm not really thinking critically right now. Right. So I'm just going to go and, Hope that Isabel follows me. I'm going way faster than you have ever seen me go. I'll move. I move with purpose, but I'm like running, pushing people aside. Right. All that fun stuff. Running and pushing people aside. I love it. I assist in the shoving. What's your athletics, Elisa? A one. Uno. For the sake of our listeners at home, we will extract from this recording the sound of the GM laughing as he hears one. Okay, so... Listen, I didn't say that I was good, okay? I'm I'm being driven by emotion right now. Right. So if I fall, I fall, okay? I'm not saying you fall. I'm just saying I'm not sure... I mean, fast for you is, you know... Faster not... than anyone Remember that moment in Jumanji when Kevin Hart is like, <laughs> why am I running so slow? That's, that's you. Yeah, that's me. Right, okay. Uh, Isabel, you see her bolt through the door, and she makes a hard right-hand turn heading back up the street towards the saucy saber. 
Yeah, you run past the. She's heading back in the direction of the saucy saber and the uh, the Vestin Guild. Uh, I'm following, assisting in the occasional shove, large Castilian shouts of "Get the fuck out of my way!" Right, Elisa, on roll twenty. You and I are going to start making some rolls. Just one d10. I your first one's oh. a four. Mine is an eight. As you're running down the street, boom, blocked. There's a, a guy with cabbages. My cabbages! God so damn it. He, he's screaming, what are you doing? Um, you know, that's it kind of slows you down and blocks you. So you get five tries at this, and you need three successes. Otherwise, Ezra's going to get in the building before you can reach him. So one to the street people. Two. Roll again. Street people. How the hell did I roll? This is why I don't like roll 20. This thing is working again. This is crap. All right. I'm ready to roll a third time. <laughs> so oh, this, no. one is a, this one was all of a sudden you hear funerary music like in New Orleans. And there's a funeral going down the street and you don't even like did anybody die. And nobody knows why they're there. It's just this moment of just bizarreness. Are you guys practicing? Is it a jumbaloo? What are we doing here? Hey, um, I'm just happy I didn't knock over a coffin. All right. <laughs> there's nobody. They're, they're just practicing. They're like, oh, it's a new service we're offering to pirates. Um, That's great. Get out you. of my way. Out of my way, Peck. And again, you don't make it. This is crap. Ezra. This is, a, this is not good. This is not... You know what? I know that we slander roll 20 all the time. And usually I'm like, maybe we shouldn't slander roll 20. <laughs> you know, they might hear it. No, you know what? Screw roll 20. Okay. I hope somebody from there hears this. I don't care. My name is Melinda and I hate roll 20. <laughs> I'm Melinda. I'm from New Jersey and I hate you. <laughs> My address right. is da, 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 and come find me so I can kick your ass. <laughs> My name is Melinda and I'm a roll 20 hater. Hi, Melinda. <laughs> Hi, Melinda. All right. Okay. I yield my time. I'm going to quietly sulk now. <laughs> so the third one, um, you, uh, one of the guys relocated um, from one of the other islands and you just hear rum coconut and you're like, <laughs> and you stop for a moment. It's like, it's Juan oh. Carlos. <laughs> right. It's like, is that the Juan Carlos? Of course, that distracts you just enough. Ezra. Ezra Hi. York. Hi, you sir. You can go on in. Morgan will see you now. Ah, that's just fine. Fine. So up the stairs you go. Um, <clears throat> people are assembled as before. She's got some charts out. She's talking quietly to them. Um, another guy comes in and as he, you know, escorts you into the room, he says, um, McQueen, cameo's back and three days early. She's like, It'll be good to have Becca here. That might be another ship we can add to this this venture. Oh, there he is, Ezra York, our friend and uh, potential savior of the Black. Come on in, Ezra. Come on in. Pour the man a drink. Let's hear what's gone down and what you talked about with your crew. Now, I have my uh, spy buddy with me, don't I? Uh, Burgess? Yeah. That's up to you if you brought her with you. Yeah. If you left her in the tavern, that's fine, too. Yeah, I think that's where we left off is that she was going to go with me. Okay. So I go in uh, with Burgess, and again I give her a uh, exaggerated bow and wave of the hat. Ah, me fine queen, me fine queen. 
I just talked to my crew and we had a parley and all is well upon the seraphim. And we's agree and are in alignment with said plan and your offer of help. Right then. So here be the details as far as I can get, gather them and I understand what's going on here. You're agreeing to take your ship, go out, find the Bargast, and I believe I know where she be, convince Kleiner Nochen of our intentions with a letter writ by me in my hand to go then sail to the Snowflake at the Atibian Trading Company colony. And what? Lore, engage, what do you, but handle the Banshee so that the Bargast can dismantle her, put her down, do as much damage as potentially possible. In the meantime, your people are going to storm the fort and try to get this captive and all the other pirate captives out. Is that what I understand? Bye, and whether we take the ship or we sink the ship and disable her, it's all the same to me. It's all the same to me too, Ezriark. It gives us months of free waters for our people and puts a real hurting into the Achievian Trading Company. As far as I'm concerned, this is a win-win. And if we can, in a few hours here, when Captain O'Rourke makes her way onto shore, she's a smart captain, clever she is, and she sailed once or twice with Kleiner Nochin from the bar- Bargas. She'll know she'll even be more help if she's willing to go with you. Sounds good right. to me. I'd seen that fine ship coming around the car or on the quip when I came in. She's got miles on her, but she's still in great shape. The captain runs a tight ship. Um, very well then. Here be me book. Write down the name of your ship and crew. The, the you know your yourself and your mate and your first officer, and uh, we'll talk about getting you a, a flag produced quickly here. We have someone who's pretty good at st- sewing them up and putting something together for you as a to fly the proper colors on that ship. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. I, I've got I've got my own design I'd like to use, if you don't mind. What, being a master of it, being a master gunner and of such, it would seem it would seem fair. And I, I pull out of my breast pocket a very worn and old uh, piece of parchment that was clearly written a very long time ago, and on it is a pirate banner of two crossed cannons with a skull above it and a flaming cannonball and uh, push rod on it. So this, this is something you've been thinking about for a while. Well, I, I took the block as a, as a boy at 12 and uh, for a long time, I thought about raising my own colors don't we all? Any good m- member of this brotherhood would think nothing less to be a me- to, to put your own flag on top of a ship. That's that's freedom. There it is. That's true freedom. I miss the days I was out on the waters. To further cement our our goodwill, as I'm signing my my uh-huh. name and the crew, and I list Elisa uh, as my uh, my uh, second in charge. Oh. Okay. Um, you wound me deep. <laughs> you wound me deep. <laughs> you wound me deep, sir. Um, I say, 
I bring to you a fine gift and show a treasure that uh, I'm sure you'll know best what to do for. I have with you here a wonderful Avalonian, and I grab her by the back and push her forward. Spy for you to trade for cash. Sorry, darling. It'd be a harsh world we live in. Bunch of uh, muskets come ripping out of hidden po- pockets and hidden tucked in jerk, you know, of their of their sashes and and loose cotton shirts. You're as all these as all these flintlocks get pulled back, and they're all pointing at her, and she, and she looks at the Morgan Bonaventure and says, "Well, that's one way to be deposited." Lady Burgess, pleasure to meet you. Careful now. She's very dangerous with the knives. Don't underestimate her. And put her in chains, not in rope. I guess I guess Mr. York is talking about some of the dreams he once had of me. Ezra, I uh I must admit this was a an interesting move on your part. But um it's not over yet, I'm sure. We all have our parts to play. She looks at her and says, May I have a seat, Your Majesty? Or would you prefer to just take me out in chains now? She says, No, you can sit over there in the corner quiet. I need to talk to you for a moment. Find out a little bit more about what kind of a a spy you say, Ezra. Avalonian. Isn't that your home country? Hi, it were. It were a long time ago. But I've been a child of the sea since I were just a whip, and it be my home, and this very land be the land that I wish to be buried on. Everyone goes, ah, <laughs> you get that pirate. Alisa, with a coconut, cabbage, and a nice fancy hat from the band, you come running up in front of Madame Bonaventure's house with Jezebel not far behind you, and, uh, Guy outside looks at you and says, Can I help you? I'm looking for Ezra York. Is he here? Oh, he, Have I missed here. him? He's, he's upstairs speaking with the queen. I see. He's our captain. It really is very important that we speak to him about ship matters, you know, ropes and knots and wooden boards and things. It's It's really rather important. May we go inside? Hmm. You're Castilian. Ah, uh, see. Fine, they make the best waitresses. We yeah. make the best of almost everything. Waitresses, lovers, duelists, duelists, priests. <laughs> um, he says, of course you can go in. And, um, give me... Actually, let's just do a, go ahead and roll a die, Lauren. Tell me what you get. It's not as crucial as the dash uptown, but we'll see what you get. Does the creepy guy make another comment? That's a four. Okay. So you have an option. Did you, I'm going to assume, did you want high or low? Because obviously now you're going to say low. Should have asked that in the beginning, but I was thinking low is a success. So that's okay. Um, you you have the ability to stop the hand swatting at your bottom, um, trying to come in and give you a little boost up onto the onto the, the porch. 
So if you'd like to explain to him how that's inappropriate, uh, you have every right to do so. Um, that's entirely know, up to you and your Castilian. You know what we're going to do? Um, that's why I asked. Uh, he's allowed to goose. He's going to, he, he can get the goose in. But what we're going to do is we're going to stop and flick my sword backward as if I'm adjusting. Oh, I got to walk upstairs. Let me just flick my sword back and I kick him in and I hit him in the schnitzels. <laughs> oh, you're doing a Woody Allen. Yeah. I just goose. I just goose that poor lady. Um, yeah. Yes. So he goosed me. Death. I'm a goose him. His goosing, your, the goosing that you received is far, far less than the goosing that you gave. So you did a gander. He did a goose. Uh, everybody's. <laughs> You feel that the, the debt's been paid in full. And Ezra's coming downstairs uh, with a flag maker behind him looking at his sketch. Go So Ezra, you're coming down the stairs now. Uh, and she tells you before you leave to be back here in uh, in three hours. She'll give you the location of the bar guest and we'll explain to you everything that, you know, what the plans are. That'll also give her time to talk to the captain of the cameo. And as you come downstairs, there's this man behind you with, brass rimmed glasses and he's looking over your sketch and he's like oh yes i see him so these cannons you want them you want them pointed up obviously not down because down would be you know shooting low into the sea and we don't want that we want people to think yes yes that they'll hit them and this this down here this you want this in a different color this looks like a grenade is it a grenade or is it a flaming cannonball what is this supposed to be mr york i don't quite know how to fashion this on out of fabric it's, it's a flaming cannonball you can just make it red Make it red. I, I think we'll all understand kind of what it is. I think the grander scheme of it is that it'll be flying free from our mast, proud as you are. It's just so red has a symbol. Red means things. I just don't want it to make it, people think that you won't fire the cannonball because it's red. Red in the hourglass, you're out of time. Red on the heart bleeding, I understand. You're crying. and So he's going through all this stuff of what these iconography things mean on the sea and why people use certain ones. And you and Elise is standing there with Jezebel at the bottom of the stairs. And I, as I'm talking and I look down, I'm like, ah, it'd be me fine crew, all settled and ready to go. We'll be back in three hours to go over final plans for finding the bar gas. All is well, says I. How will be the crew? I believe I have um, ants in my pants. I would like to um, remove them. Could, Captain, could we please return to the ship and collect whatever crew remain on land as quickly as possible? Because ants... Uh, she has ants, and I feel like I'm about to uh, vomit, so... It's the heat? Yes, the heat, um, the beverages, um, the ambiance. I would like to go back to the ship. You be cramping, then? No, I just would like to go back to the ship. Captain... Okay, it must be uh, noted, though, that as a gift and a sign of goodwill, as in I know she would have turned on us, and you would have wanted me to do so. I I'm handed sorry. Lady Burgess over. You what? As a bounty. Did you? you? What? Aye, I did. We and should... a good thing I did too, for she would have stabbed us all in our backs. I do not doubt that. That's the first shot across the bow of that big ship. I do not doubt that, but you. How close are we to other people? There's people all over the place. Okay. Well, 
I would love to continue this discussion, Captain, when I don't have the ants in my trousers. So, if you would be so kind, could we perhaps move this discussion elsewhere? Certainly, certainly. And I look over to the to the guy and I go, "Are are we done here? Can you make the can you make the dam sign?" Oh, uh, yeah, yes, of course. I, I'll, I'll have it ready in a few hours. Um, oh, not a problem, not a problem at all. Good man, and I clap him on the back hard. Okay. And he holds his hand out. Uh, I pull. I go into my pocket, and I pull out a couple coin, and I drop them in his in his hand. Refer to explain to me what a couple coin means. That sounds like two. Mm. Fine. <laughs> Five. 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 So you don't need it this week. I drop another one down. You're bleeding me dry, sir. You're bleeding me dry. <laughs> I haven't even sailed yet. <laughs> it is a paste I taste in my mouth, and you're not helping me to part it. So he uh, he grabs it. Annika, you come through the front door. They're at the bottom of the stairs in the in the main hallway of this house. Uh, you see a gentleman walk by with a sketch, smiles up at you, smiles, looks up at you and smiles, and makes his way out. And he says, "I'll have it to your ship in a few hours, Captain." Aye, that'll be grand. That'll be grand. Annika, all is well. The plan move forward as we spoke about. I've hired 45 of our best Western warriors in the Atibian Sea. Aye, that's fine. Your brother will be free in no time. All right. So unless there's any other conversations, we'll make our way back to the ship. Uh, you walk through. You do see some long ships being uh, dropped down from the, the new arriving cameo. Yes, Jezebel? Where's Edmundo? Edmundo is somewhere in town, probably at the market. We gotta scoop him up before we... Oh, you want to get him now? It doesn't have to be now. Now there's a conversation to be had, but we can send a non-important crew member to go and get him. No, on the way back, I mean, you you, you see him. He's okay. He's he's carrying a lot of bags. He looks like he's just been to Bloomberg, uh, to Macy's or Bloomingdale's. Um, Great. He's just got lots of... He's got eggs, all kinds of stuff. He's got, you know, a, a boy carrying a 50-bound sack of, you know, flour on his head. And he's like, just to see what I got. I got some beautiful, t- this is going to be a big dinner tonight. I'm so excited. Are we heading back to the ship? Yes, mi amor, please. Um, let me help you, in fact. Um, let us hasten the way along. I'm, I'm so hot. I'm so tired. Um, and Why I- are we hastening? Why are we hastening? Are you, are, are you all right then? You've never acted just, like this. So just a second, please. We need to get back to the ship, Ezra. Uh, Can we Janica? please just get back to the ship? What? Janica? Annika. That's what I said. Janica, could no. you... <laughs> could you just carry these pineapples? He holds... He points to a thing, a, a big box of like 20 pineapples. Please? And she goes to pick up the pineapples. Ah, look at that flex. Very nice. Let's go. Let's go. We're in a big hurry. Everyone is in a hurry. Okay, back to the ship you go. Everybody's on board then. Uh, the crew, it's either meandering around the ship, smoking pipes, singing songs. Again, they're an Avalonian crew. For some reason, they like to sing. Uh, Gregor, you're, uh, you hear everybody starting to come back, and you, I'm assuming you make your way back onto, onto the main deck, right? Aye. Okay. 
So we're all together. As they come up the gangplank, I holler out, Aye, Captain, it's good to see you again. And the rest of the crew, how fare ye? Terribly. <laughs> I'd be fine. He pulls a pipe out and starts D- packing it. Before I you don't like pineapple. Okay, put the pineapple down before you like the pipe. Um, there's something of great import that we need to discuss because... I'm going to let Elisa explain. It is not my place to say, and I am full of words. Are we doing this on deck or down below? May we please speak in the captain's office? Oh, yes. I I need to fetch something from my belongings. I will meet you there in one minute. Understood. All right, everybody heads downstairs. Uh, I pour everybody a small drink, a small glass of rum. Isabel knocks it back, slams the glass down, and goes, I'm going to need another one of these. (laughs) Put it on my tab. Maybe later, lass. I've returned. Um, (laughs) Okay. I take Gregor's glass. Great. I don't let her. (laughs) I'd like to see you try and stop me. Well, I'm saying that I don't. Oh, for the love you. of God! Is... <laughs> let's let's get to the point. <laughs> okay. Edmundo walks by and hands you a dry sherry and leaves. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I was going to cook with this, but you seem like you would need. Uh, gracias. You're telling people not to eat pineapples or smoke pipes, but you'll you'll take a second drink. It's needed. All right, well, I have now walked back into the room. Um, I was all this all blue about. Elisa does not look well. She's very pale. Um, she just looks very upset, very solemn. You know, normally it's Isabel likes to say that she has a stick up her ass, but right now she just looks worried. So I turn to address everyone and I have um, the items that were uh, given to me or that I uh, bought right. from the shop. Okay. And I also, Isabel, you notice that I have a smaller wrapped package too that wasn't there. So I go over and I quietly just place all of the items on the desk and I open up the Bible And I flip it open to the page that has the inscription and the names, and I hand it to whoever is next to me so everyone can see it. And I just let them read for a moment. I'll hold it. I've got long arms. All right. So the inscription, for anybody who doesn't remember, was, To our beloved sister, may God bless you with as much happiness on this day as he has with us. Love, Tommaso and Elisabetta. Hmm. Nice Bible. You did a spot of shopping today, I see, but I don't understand what the clamor's about. Elisabetta is me. This Bible was mine. 
I gave it as a gift to my sister-in-law the day of her Holy Communion. And how did you happen upon it here? It was being sold at one of the shops here. Her ship was sunk by the Bargast and she was sold. And she is now on her way to... And now she's being sent to the Crescent Empire. My friends, I have not been honest with you about who I am. My name is not Elisa Thomas. My name is Elisabetta Vespucci. Would Annika know that name from like the trading circles? The last name you know. All right, so Annika's face usually neutral, her eyes widen a little bit and go, and she goes, you mean the Vespucci clan that owns large trading posts in the entirety of Bodace? And around the world, yes. I am that Elisabetta Vespucci. I was supposed to run the company when my father died. I was heir to the company. It should have been mine. And now you don't have it? I come from a very powerful family. We don't have a noble claim, but we're very well connected around Fodace. And now, around the world. The accords of the company say that the leader of the company goes to the firstborn. Not the firstborn son, the firstborn. I was the firstborn. So it was supposed to go to me. I was trained my entire life to take over that company. That's why I know all the languages of Thea. That's why I can strike deals as well as I can. I was born and bred for this job. Alcenzia was my sister-in-law. That is who this Bible is addressed to. And I was married to her older brother, Tommaso Orsini, wine merchants in Fodace. When my father died, I received a letter from him a few days after his funeral, stating that I would not lead the company. It was going to go to my brother, Rodrigo who is a year younger than me. And I was upset, rightfully so. They claimed that I was an Orsini, not a Vespucci, and I no longer had claim to the title. It's funny how the moment I marry, I no longer become my own person, just an extension of my husband. I tried to reason with my brother, but he did not want to give up power, understandably so. My husband, Tommaso, confronted him, saying that it should be me and not him. My brother is not the kindest soul. He has frequented taverns and gambled most of our father's allowance away. 
the fight got ugly between the two, and it ended with Rodrigo challenging my husband to a duel. The next day, Rodrigo killed my husband in the duel. He died before I even could get to him. And so I left. I left Vodace behind and I took on the name Elisa Thomas and I left behind Elisabetta Vespucci. I left behind everything that I knew. And now I find out that one of my brother's ships was carrying my sister-in-law here. And they sunk the ship here. I don't know why. I don't know why she has any connection with my brother. I don't know what my brother is doing out here trading with, or at least attempting to go through. I, I don't have answers, but my sister-in-law is in trouble. I haven't seen Alcenzia since she was 12 and she would be 18 by now. I can't let her go to the Crescent Empire. Um, I take out, I unwrap the package and it has my original seal from the Vespucci company. It's what I used to get as far as I did. I used to fake letters from myself to get me jobs. I don't know what to do. This trip, this mission is supposed to be the thing that sets me free, gets me my own money, gets me influence so I can open up my own trading company, one that no one will ever take from me. But Tommaso is not here to protect his sister any longer, and I feel that I need to. I have to go after her. I have to find her. Is anybody in this room actually who they fucking say they are? I... I just... Dealing, I just That's what you How do we from know that, that your sister is, was even on the ship besides the belongings? How do we know she was physically there? We have bigger issues than that right now. Are you serious? I take the Bible and I take the, um, the rosary and I shove them in his face and I go, this Bible was handwritten by me to go to her. The pearls on this rosary came from one of my father's minds and you mean to look me in the eye and tell me that these would not be on her person. That she would not be on that ship. I don't know. Perhaps she got she sold them or got lo- lost them before this. We have no way of knowing. And besides I... that, the Crescent Empire. We can't we can't beat a ship to the Crescent Empire, much less take it on the open ocean. We'd be rins- we'd be risking war. For your that. sister, whom you abandoned by your hey, own admission. No. Hey now. There's no need easy to there. Make easy there, Snipe. Easy. No. 
let me talk. What would you do? What would you do if everything that you had was ripped from you in a matter of weeks? Your husband, who you had loved since childhood, murdered in front of your own eyes. The company that you were supposed to one day lead, taken away from you just because of your gender. What would you do, Gregor? Oh, I don't know. My father was stabbed or shot to stabbed and shot to death when I was only 10. I didn't have a company handed to me. I didn't have things handed to me. You think I had everything hit? You have no idea. You have no idea how hard I worked. I had to work twice as hard. And I still didn't get it. I had nothing handed to me. I had everything ripped from me. I thought you were better than that, Gregor. That is all you're saying? Like, oh, how do we know the girl is there? You abandoned your sister. Everything was handed to you. You are disgusting. We've made a fucking deal that I'm not a fan of in the first place. Oh my god, so break your deal. Break your stupid word. You're a knight of the crown and you're going to let an innocent woman, hundreds of innocent people, be sold into sex slavery in the Crescent Empire? What is wrong with you? Not a single person on this ship has had a problem with killing random people up till now. What are you talking about? Attack the Banshee. Attack this. It's always knives and blood. I am the first person to advocate for not pulling weapons out willy-nilly and killing people with them. You're the one who's constantly telling me, Oh, Isabel, go fight this person. Isabel, go fight that person. And now you're getting cold feet? Oh, because your precious crown. Fuck your bloody crown, Gregor. Watch your fucking words, Isabel. I'd like to see you try and take me in a fight. I could rip you apart. I don't give a good goddamn about fighting you. You can get off this ship right now if that's the problem. If you have a problem with it. And I won't even tell anybody that you left. I'll tell them that you died. That's fine. Nobody will search for you. Elisa, how long ago, how long ago did they take her off to the Crescent Empire? Keeper, was it one or two days? It was, they've already had almost five days. They're four and a half days ahead. You just figure, depending on how you want to present it, at least it's four or five. Five makes it a little further, four makes it a little closer. But it's a little, it's four and about hour, four days in about eight hours, ten hours. So this is what I'll say. We've got ourselves obviously in quite a pickle. Now, I know what you're feeling. And I can't lie to you and tell you that I was born I, or that I have things in my life is more akin to where Gregor came from. But I will say this. I feel for you, lass. But taking that ship on the high seas, that's suicide. We can't sneak up on them. We can't attack them and win. They'll blow us into the water. The only way to take her and to get her back is to sneak her out and to do that once she lands, which she's going to do. So I say we keep our word. Annika has her fingers clasped in underneath her chin. She's sitting down at this point and she would mumble, or you buy her back. Bingo. You approach the ship. You approach the ship under a banner of truce. You say that you know one of the passengers or you wish to buy one of them for your own means. Whatever, whatever lie you want to spin. And then you pay good money for her release. However, I am sure that they believe they will make twice as much selling her off to some vizier or even the sultan. 
Tana herself if she wishes to partake in such things. I don't even like to think about her being sold or anything like that, but that might be our only option. Well, I'll say this. It's not going to be easy. What? Near impossible to get out of the bargain we've put ourselves into here. If we walk away from this, aside from what it does to me, which I won't paint into this conversation, I'll say this. There's not one of us standing here that won't have a knife in their back everywhere they go for the rest of their lives. You'll be hunted down as traitorous dogs to the Brotherhood. I say we make our deal. We've made our bed. We do it. And then we go after your sister-in-law and we find her and we buy her back. I... Elisa! Isabel turns to her. You... She... She's a... She's not even a woman grown yet. You're... You you can't be... I can't believe I'm listening to this. You're actually advocating for letting a young woman and a ship full of innocent people sail to the Crescent Empire into slavery, and then, oh, we're just going to go get them later. When we, when we happen to be sailing by, we'll make our way. Something's going to divert us. We haven't, we only have one signature on the bloody paper, and now you're telling me that we're going to sail off to another part of the map, chasing this woman. We're trying to get Annika's brother out of prison. Where is, where's the mission? Apparently it's not that important if we can keep sailing around here. By there. that logic, how are we going to find the what ship it was? The Fortunata? The Fortunata sunk. It's the Sultan's Pleasure the girl is sitting on. Apologies. How are we supposed to find the Sultan's Pleasure in open waters after it's five a, days? It's a big fucking Crescent Empire ship. Use your sailing skills. You're complaining about sailing from one place to the next, not knowing where we're going. That's my point. We don't know how to find the ship on the ocean. We do know how to find her sister-in-law in port, at least. Elisa, I apologize for the harsh words. Your apology means nothing to me right now. Understood. I just want my sister-in-law back. I well, understand. We have to take things as we've been fed them. As Ezra put it, we're in this bed now and we need to lie in it. At this point, Annika gets out of her seat and she looks to Elisa and goes, If you want to take the ship and follow your sister, leave me here with the Vestans. I will get my brother out, but I cannot go with you on this. Not when he's about to hang. That's an option? I, I I can't abandon all of you and I can't abandon... I have no skills that are going to get her back. You have your wit. You have your words. Your relationship to her, that is what you have. But my relationship is currently sitting, waiting to be hung for piracy because of a stupid fucking mistake. I'll also add to this that part of this gamble and this, this bargain that we made wasn't just to get Bori out. It was to get many other pirates out as well. 14 others, yep. So if we walk away from this, it's not as simple as you're saying, Isabel. It's not a simple walk away. You maybe can walk away. I walk away. I'm a dead man walking the rest of my life. 
There's no way out of that. There's no way to it. I was taken to the black at the age of 12. There's no coming back for me. As much as I care for all of you, and I do care a fair bit, I suppose, I'll just say that we've got to do this. We'll all end up dead. We may not even make it to the Crescent Empire. She might just send the Bargast after us. You're right. I, we have to stick with the plan that's at hand. We have to. We will try to get her back if we're able. If we have the option to buy her, as Annika said, then we will use all the money we have available. Slavers don't care about anything but money and gold. If you pay twice her asking price, they don't care. They don't give a fuck who she was originally promised to. Aye. There's also a chance that maybe the sinking of the ship. No, it wouldn't have reached my brother by now, but maybe somebody will go out. We have to stick with the plan at hand. She composes herself. She collects her belongings. Um, you can visit. You can. It's like you can see the wall going up again. <laughs> And she goes, we meet in three hours with Queen Morgan, correct? Yes. Yeah. Then I, then I will see you all then. And she leaves the room. I walk out. I let her go out ahead of me, but then I follow behind her at a distance. I want to try to talk okay. to her alone. All right, go ahead. I'm just going to my my little bunk quarters. I just want to put everything away, and I also just want to maybe lay down for a little bit before. <laughs> Have a lie down. Have a lie. I, I just, lie I just wanted to talk to you away from the others because I don't, I don't come from a world where trust is, well, smart. So, to prove my loyalty to you. Because I have to do this, or my life ain't worth a dime. A plug nickel, as it were. I'll give you something I've kept on my own for a long time. A bargain that I made with a foul man. I'll give it to you to help you get her back. If you will come with me to do what we promised first. And I take from within inside my shirt a black pouch. Very, very worn, smelly, small black pouch. And I hand it to her and I say, you speak a word of this to anyone else on this ship. And with that same honor, I'll slice your neck open. And I hand it to her to show okay. her proof of what it is. All right. What is it? It's my rubies. Oh, it's my fortune, the bargain that I made when I was a boy that bought me into the piracy. That's worth a pretty penny. Yeah, I could buy an island with this money. But if I go with you, I'll die and it won't be worth a plug nickel. So I just want to make sure I understand, Joel. You're offering it to her so that when they finally get caught up with her, they'll have the money to buy her back. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take it back right now. I want her to see this and say, if we go with the plan, because I don't really see any way out of the plan. It's not right. as simple as, as Isabel or others are thinking. It's, it's not that simple. They're, these are not people that you're going to, it's just like dealing with the mafia. These are not people that are going to let you go away. You made a deal and we signed a piece of paper and it doesn't matter that I signed the piece of paper. You're on that ship too. Right. So I'm willing to make that because I understand what would, what it would mean to me if one of my, if my brothers or one of my sisters were in that same situation. All right. Just want to make sure I knew what Mel was looking at and what, you know, for, uh, for Elisa. Okay. With tears in her eyes. Um, she just throws her arms around you and she just hugs you very tightly and she just says thank you. There, there, no. <laughs> there, there. I, I pull back a little bit and I go, I haven't uttered my true name in six years. I thought my old self was as good as dead and I just hope that you know and I hope everyone knows that I'm still Elisa I've been Elisa for six years I haven't been Elisabetta I haven't been the merchant's heir that life is gone but I can't sit back and let Alcenzia go. So thank you. I promise that I will have your back when we go break everyone out. I won't leave. Not again. He takes a finger and he wipes a tear away and he says, Oh, you're crying? Yeah, she said a tear, not me. I'm crying. I thought you meant you. (laughs) No, 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 no. So he wipes a tear because we're like close in intimate space. And I say, I remember what I said now, not a word to anyone about this. We could both end up dead for this. This is worth a fortune. I'm aware. I've seen things like this from my past life. This secret will die with me, Ezra. You have my word on that. And he put, I was going to say, he puts it back around his neck, tucks it deep into his shirt. All right. Annika, do you take the uh, drink offered by Gregor? Since you were um, still in the cabin at that moment, yeah, sure, I'll take okay, it. Okay, so like I'm drinking. sorry. Yeah, you don't see you don't see the roll twenty chat. Gregor poured a drink and he for oh, yeah, himself yeah. For, for himself you uh, you and Jezebel. Jezebel was walking out the door though, uh, which we'll deal with in a second. But Gregor slides the drink over to you, Annika. She downs the whole thing in like one mighty gulp. Mm, okay, I attempt to. Mine takes two. <laughs> She has she has larger mouth than I do. I can't do that. Right. And do you have anything else you wanted to add to that, Gregor? Or were you just trying to take a moment to calm the nerves? That just kind of looks over at Annika and out the out the back window of the ship and just God's teeth, this is coming more complicated by the moment. Hmm. She goes, hmm, and like, kind of gives him this look of, like, what makes you think that we are not who we say we are just because somebody gave you off a different name? I was put 
I was made captain of the ship under what have become to what I've found out are false pretenses and it's eating at me. That and Lady Burgess not having the uh, us not having the counter signs and there's there's so many threads that are just unraveling and it I just I don't know what to do. Destiny takes strange turns for us all. Aye, by the gods that it does. Elisa did what she did to survive. I do not discount her for it and do not think of it is a lack of trust. She's not trying to hurt anyone. She just Aye. wants to be here. Now, as for the rest of us, she gets up uh, again, like, about to head out the door. I would have gladly given up my place and my destiny to save my brother because that is what I am here for. This, if that is where my path leads me, I did not give a shit, and you could have all gone after this sultan's pleasure without me. I'll find my own way around the world. But, as captain, there's a time for being brash, and there's a time for being a comforting ear. That child is going to see a lot of horrors before we can even think about crossing that sea. I know. And it burns me that we have to leave her to that fate. That I have to choose to leave her to that fate. It's eating at me, Annika. I don't... There's there's no way for you to understand it, but... It's like claws dragging down my spine. I feel the gods getting further. I've had to make decisions in my life that I'm not proud of. You're not the only one with these kinds of haunts, Gregor. You just have to face them now as our leader with a group of people that, frankly, we've only been on this ship together a month. We're not close yet. She leaves the room. I All right. pour another drink and down at it as the camera fades. <laughs> Excellent. Jezebel, you make your way down the gangplank because you said you were leaving the ship on the chat. Is that correct? Correct. All right. So as you make your way down, there's a group of 30 or 40 sailors. Um, they have some drink in them. They're moving up the street in the direction of uh, the Saucy Saber and some other ones. But there's a woman in blonde, shoulder length hair, slightly curly. Um, really nice sword on her hilt. Beautiful, a beautiful sword, actually. Uh, dressed like someone who knows how to handle it. She has a velvet red coat, overcoat, even in this heat. She's got a white blouse. Um, no hat, just kind of lets her hair down, moving. And she walks by and she says, looks at you and she says, hmm, nice lines. Thank you. My sword, my jacket, me. Oh, and your ship. Nice lines to that too. Oh. New to these waters. Yes, we... We just arrived. And allowed to come into Aragosa. Either brave or you're already flying the black, but I don't see that. What be your name? Uh, my name is is Isabel, uh, my lady. And might I say, exquisite lines on you, large group of, you know, <laughs> you've quite the following. And what is your name? 
Oh, Becca O'Rourke. Captain of the cameo. She just set in there a few hours ago. About oh. an hour and a half. Just letting my men get the, stretch their legs and report in with our cut of the booty for for the Queen Morgan out there. Well, um, stretching legs, it is something that I myself am off to do. So if you'll excuse me, Captain, um, perhaps we will see each other again some other time. Well, may, may I just ask you one more question? Who is captain of this boat? Of this boat behind me. The, that well, would, yeah. the, this is the Seraphim. Our captain is Ezra York. Excellent with a cannon, short on sense. Hmm. Very well. We'll see you soon. Might just have to have a. Hmm. Oh, hi there, Seraphim. Permission to come aboard. I, um, is there anybody on deck? There's one of your crewmen. He just says, may I ask, you know, the nature of your business? Just wish to present my credentials to your captain and to the rest of the officer crew. I guess um, I'm on uh, board now that I left the captain's office. Yeah, you're coming uh, out. Um, she says, um, just want to say hello to everyone. Uh, like I said, present myself and my credentials. Just beautiful ships. Nice brig. Love the cut of her. Would it be okay? And she kind of looks down at this guy, like up at this guy, like if it's not okay, it's kind of insulting. Like why, you know, this is a captain asking to board another captain's vessel just to say hello. So um, who's on, who's coming up on deck? Who's going to be here for this? Elisa, I know you were kind of hanging out. Gregor, were you going to follow Annika back onto, onto the deck? Uh, after a minute or two. Okay. So yeah, you're out on deck as you come up as you're coming out on deck. Ezra, you hear it. Do you uh, want to give permission to come aboard? Yeah, I'll make my way up uh, and uh, I'll be smoking my pipe as I come out on deck. And uh, I'll say, who be in our last that you be asking to come on me ship? So uh, fair. Captain, like. Captain Becker O'Rourke. Captain. Oh, that fair ship I team coming around the point. Uh, the cameo. Aye, that's be mine. She's been mine for a long time, but we're still a moneymaker, even though she's got miles on her. Well, surely you be to come aboard. On, on, on. I be the captain. Captain for now, as be the way of the roads. She makes a very confident way up the gangplank. The bounce doesn't bother her. She's uh, She's been up and down these type of, you know, from uh, port to, to boat many, many times before. Uh, on deck now would be, Jezebel, you're still heading away, right? You're going into town somewhere, okay? Isabel's walking away. Um, you're, you're, her men are kind of gathered at the the dock. A couple come up with her. Ezra, you're there. Gregor's there, and Annika's there. She says, "Well, Captain, let me introduce you to some of my crew." And she points out her her second and her bosun and some other people. She says, uh, "Fine ship, fine ship. Uh, what what brings you to Aragosa?" We came to Aragosa to strike a deal, as it were, with your fair queen, Bonaventure. And she was so obliging. And she and I actually were of the same mind that perhaps you would like to be in on this wonderful adventure we're going on, as it were. Hmm. Well, normally I like to do business with, if it's profitable and if I know who's involved. Uh, and who are these pine people with you? 
this be our fine gunner, Gregoro Smythe. She pulls out a pistol. She goes, I thought I fucking killed you. What the fuck? The Bart College says, good night. <laughs> we'll talk to you all next time when we join our crew of the Seraphim after we hear exactly what happened and why she thought she had killed Gregor once before. But from all of us here, I'm Raz saying good night for our crew. Guys, great job tonight. That was amazing. <laughs> you did awesome. And, and the duelist is walking into town to get blitzed while the gun comes out and she points it at Gregor's face and they says, I thought me. I fucking killed you. Oh, yes, I know. They have you, absolutely. And but, I'm um, crying below deck so I can <laughs> maybe help. <laughs> but uh, from all of us here, we want to thank you for listening. Um, I didn't say we we're going to leave it for there, so I had to come up with something different, and it sucked, but that's okay. We'll leave it for there. Oh, I did it. <laughs> um, but uh, from, until next time, we'll talk to you uh, then uh, when we rejoin our cast for Noir Secrets of the Seraphim. Take care. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.